you get up at five, you scrape the ice off the windows and you go to clean toilets for like maybe six hours and you come back. You really don't want to go back. Yeah, it's a pretty good motivator to do something else because I had no education. I had no driver's license at the time and it was terrible. So one day when I went to work, I just thought of a name and it kind of stuck with me. I went to work that day, got home, started the channel and wrote my first song that day and uploaded it the day after. Now you might be saying to yourself, but that's not the normal intro music for this podcast. And you are perfectly correct. The song you're hearing in the background is actually made by today's guest. He goes under the name Windswept. He's an independent musician living in the northern wilderness. My name is Kalle Flodin and you're listening to My True North. In this podcast I sit down with a fascinating individual who has been brave enough to go after what they truly want out of life and listening to that inner voice telling you it must be more to life than what you have been told. Welcome to the podcast, Windswept. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Do you mind introducing yourself a bit? I'm Windswept. I'm a musician and songwriter from northern Sweden. I write mostly minimalist folk and those kind of small arrangements with a fantasy twist. And then I just chuck them onto the internet, so mostly on YouTube, Spotify and all that. And I've been doing that for eight years now, and I've released a song every other week. Wow. So I had to look this up before we started, and it's 237 tracks so far. Wow. And that's excluding... That's a lot of tracks. It's a lot of tracks. And that's excluding any covers and any paid gigs. Impressive. Can we just start with the name, Windsvept? I understand what it means. But I would like you to, if you can, translate it somehow to the audience. It's kind of fun because most people don't get it. And I thought it would be really obvious. So windswept is an English word. It's probably taken from Swedish at an earlier point. But it's just switching the single Vs for the Ws. Windswept means as if or swept by wind. So kind of blown or like swept. And I just chose the Swedish one because I'm Swedish and I thought it would be fun. But how many songs did you say it was? 237. Wow, okay. So how do you push yourself to do a new song every other week for eight years? I just like doing it. It's kind of weird. I don't have to really think about it. I think even if I wasn't uploading it, I would probably at least... I mean, I would would still write. Probably I wouldn't finish them. Because the hard part is finishing that many songs and having to make one every other week is a bit stressful because most of the time, and nowadays, not in the start though, but nowadays I have other projects as well. And now we have a baby and all that. So it's a bit different. But back in the day when I didn't have to rely on it, it was just the fun of it. I just wanted to do it. And if it led to something, then that that's great. But I never really expected it to, though. This, this duality of you don't really expect it to, but you kind of hope it does. There's always an easier way to do it as well, because I could just do Zelda covers and just do things that people, I, I know they want to hear. Yeah, that's true. That's easier. Of course, it's easier because I don't have to write anything. It's all written down. I could just essentially just import the song and make it sound the way I want it to. So... I've tried to limit the amount of covers I do just because I want to write my own material. (laughs) Yeah. And it's taken a hit because of that, of course, and it's taken eight years, which is, it's a lot of time. But now this is your, like, full-time income, if I understood it correctly. Yeah, for almost four years. And, like, the business of it, if I can call it that, like, how is it just from, like, uh, recording songs and earning from downloads, or is it uh, live gigs, or... I mean, it's probably the same with, probably close to the same as with you. It's a lot of tiny streams. So I have, there's YouTube, which is, and people keep talking about those 
like to build up passive income. Yeah. <laughs> to, just to make it clear, I don't earn a lot. It's not not great. But YouTube is passive, and oh, that's great. And Spotify is passive, and oh, that's great. And everything else is also kind of passive. So if I release a song today, I'm not making any money of it until like way way down the line, when it gets some views and it gets into playlists and all that. So it's kind of weird making a product and you're not selling it directly. Yeah, that's actually true. I, I see my YouTube videos more like almost like an investment, actually. Yeah. Just, I put it in a big pile and then I hope it's going to take off in some sense in the future. Yeah, and if this one doesn't do all that great, maybe the next one does. And it trickles down to, yeah, that's so that's sort of everything I do, pretty much. How did you get into this kind of genre of uh, music? Because, like you said, it's be- very fantasy i would call it at least with a with a folk touch yeah i kind of like that magically sparkly tiny yeah. harp instruments and tiny flutes and all that like not overly dramatic um and it's kind of weird how i started doing that because i used to play metal and for many many years so i played keyboards in a metal band for probably about eight years maybe more actually it's it's a long time. But I feel like you can hear that in some of your, like, how you structure your, your songs and even the melodies sometimes. Probably. And I do hide some electric guitar and bass in there. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's really low, but it, it helps. It helps, like, glue it together. So even in, like, the tiniest tracks, there may be, like, a seven-string guitar going surprisingly aggressive. But you don't notice that, so it's fine. Sort of the fantasy thing is kind of weird because... When I started the channel, because oh, I'm I'm the the kind of person who likes builds things up and build things up in their mind like a lot, like a stupid amount. So I had this idea, oh, I'm gonna start a YouTube channel, and I went. It probably took a year until I actually started it because I had to figure <laughs> out a name, and that's like the the biggest hurdle. So I haven't actually written anything. I haven't. If I had been smart, I had like been stockpiling a bunch of material and like, ooh, I'm gonna do it. But no. Uh, so one day when I went to work, I just thought of a name and it kind of stuck with me. So I went to work that day, got home, started the channel and wrote my first song that day and uploaded it the day after. And the weird wow, part... the a fast process. Yeah, but because I've been waiting for so, for so long. It's been, it's been a, like a full year, possibly more. But the w- absolute worst part is that was my first song and I was comparatively young I'd say releasing a song then felt like a huge step but now I'm sitting here and that song is still up online and at the time I released it it got like maybe a couple hundred views because I posted it on reddit and stuff you could do back then successfully and I was stoked it was amazing but now it's like 150k and it's the first song I wrote and it's so old and it sounds so bad <laughs> but I, I can't remove it because that would be like a forfeit or something yeah but that's still a part of you even though it's a really old song yeah i still have all my old videos on my youtube channel as well they are absolutely horrible <laughs> uh, but at at some point that that is where my journey started i love to go back in like if it's a musician or a youtuber or a filmmaker or whatever to go back to the very early days even though they have like 3 million subscribers today and go back and watch their very first video you get very like inspired by that because it looks almost all the time like shit in the beginning oh yeah it's a webcam and it's like the onboard mic and it sounds like trash and they're probably talking about something completely unrelated to what they're doing now but what kind of work did you do before um, the music also a long story because um, I went to like a music themed high school, so that's three years and until you're 18, so you start like 15, 16, I guess. And that, that was great because you had like the normal classes and every other class was somehow music related. So that was fantastic because that's all I wanted to do. But I was also the worst in my class, like <laughs> bar none, absolutely the worst. How I got in was incredible because I couldn't read music. I could barely play anything. They had like an entrance, it's not an exam, but I don't, don't know the word for yeah. it. It's like an interest, it's like a trial. So you have to go to yeah. one room and you have to sing a bit. You have to sing like a lullaby just so you can test your pitch and intonation and all that. And see if you 
if you've sung before, which I hadn't, of course. <laughs> and then you go to the next room and there's four teachers and they just hand you a sheet and they say, play, we're playing this now. And they evaluate you on that playing. Oh, wow. Okay. And I can't read music, so that was hard. <laughs> but luckily there, ha- yeah. there was this little cheat so you could see at least the chords. So I could cheat my way through it and that was fine. But then you also had a solo performance piece that you had to prepare. And I didn't prepare anything because it was so nervous. So I just thought I'd make something up on the spot. And I did and it was garbage. And they still <laughs> let me in. So that was yeah. great. Um, so I went through that those three years and that was great. And then comes the time when you need to go and find a job essentially. So I applied to a bunch of university stuff. One which was music related, like a production three year high university thing. And that would have been awesome. Um, but I didn't get in. Uh, so I had my secondary choice was sort of a journalism, sort of um, a web journalism thing, because that was like about to explode because newspapers were really down <laughs> in the dump mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Yeah. no one buying newspapers and everything was online. So if I had finished that university degree, which I didn't, I only stayed for six months, but if I had, that would have been great and I would have been earning a lot, but I went home instead and got a bunch of garbage jobs because I had no education. I had no driver's license at the time and it was terrible. So I've done everything from driving trucks to shipping alcohol to putting things in boxes to yeah, so the last thing I did before I went full-time was uh, actually I cleaned at a big paper factory, like a mm, massive factory. Okay. And it was mostly toilets, to be honest. So I had 38 toilets on my round, and that was to be done in like just a few hours. So I wasn't even working full days, and that was terrible. Totally understand that. Yeah, so if you're, work- if you're working like... You get up at five, you scrape the ice off the windows and you go to clean toilets for like maybe six hours and you come back. You really don't want to go back. So that's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty good motivator to do something else. So that's why the YouTube thing started to creep in. So where where and when was the ter- transition over from like actually quitting your full-time job and going over to uh, earning money on on music? Oh, it was really smooth, actually. I Because my... I hate bosses overall. I can't I can't work under people. It's I just... think that's kind of a theme of this podcast, I feel like now. Interviewing like 12 people, everyone says that they're yeah, probably. hating their bosses and don't like to be controlled in any way, including myself. Yeah, one of my ex-bosses was an ex-military major. So you can just... Ooh. Yeah, that's terrible. But the, the last boss I had, like, it was like local, mid-level sort of... Uh, and she was in charge of... Well, me and everyone who worked in that area, she was awesome. So she let me just cut down my hours ever so slightly every now and then. And that was oh, all that's fine. Perfect. So that was awesome. So I went from almost full time to half time to just two days and then a little work every now and then to just quitting. And that was just perfect. Because if I had to just quit outright, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, that's a really tricky transition otherwise. Like if you go cold turkey from like having a full-time salary to absolute, because you need to make the jump at some point, but if you do it too soon, you don't earn enough money. But if you do it too late, the music and the channel won't grow either. I probably quit earlier than I should have, which is probably true for most people, because you think that, oh, I have all this time and I can do double the (laughs) amount. But actually I'm doing the same amount of work now that I was doing back then, only I sleep at night which is the difference. <laughs> like I said, a theme of this podcast feels like it's people don't want to be in control of our in control from someone else. Um, how would you say, because I'm guessing you're running your own business in some, in some way. Oh, yeah. Guess. I'm yeah. running my own business. How would you say you are as a boss to yourself then? Oh, I'm awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the best. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm probably not that great. I wouldn't want to be in charge of anyone else, I think. that I'm not that kind of person. I just don't like being told what to do because I already know what to do. There's nothing worse than being at a job and they're telling you to do something and you know it has to be done and you were probably already on your way to doing it and still they have to nag you for it. And that was like 
every day of every job I've ever had. And it gets to you. So not feeling like validated at your work feels really bad after a while. How was the, what do you call it? Mottagning? The res, um, reception. Reception uh, in some ways, yeah. Uh, of the music when you started posting it. You said it, you posted the, song, the songs on YouTube and even on Reddit. Yeah, uh, it was fine. Uh, back, back then it was a bit different. I mean, eight years was a long time. And even in internet years, it's probably like even longer than dog years. <laughs> so back then you could post on like the fantasy sub on Reddit and like the listen to this and all of that kind of oh, music related okay. stuff. And you're not allowed to do that anymore. Complete self-promotion yeah. today. The best part was for like possibly like three or four years, I could post on the fantasy subreddit and I would be top three every time. Because people like Oh, it. really? Yeah, That's they perfect. actually they liked it. And that was great. So I got a lot from that in the beginning. There just came a day when I said, you can't do this anymore. Because you've been doing it every other week for <laughs> this amount of time. And it's starting yeah. to get a bit much. So they changed all those rules. And I mean, overall, Reddit just changed into a meme reposting site. And yeah, it got exactly. too big. And that's what, hap- that's what happens. I think a lot about this because making movies for me and I'm guessing making music for you is like half the job and then the other half is actually getting people to listen or watch it. Yeah, probably more than half. Yeah, that's actually true. So how do you do that nowadays? It's mostly the same, I'd say, because Mm -hmm. you break the rules every time on every place I can post, but it's been reduced (laughs) to like, oh, I post this on my Facebook page and no one sees it because Facebook blows and I post it on my Twitter, but I don't have any Twitter followers so that... It's kind of pointless. And yeah. there's just that repeat of things. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it, sometimes it just doesn't. For me, it feels more embarrassing for some reason. I never thought about it until now. But it feels more embarrassing for me to post something on like small groups on Facebook or um, other platforms when you're becoming a bit of a name. Like when I had, you know, 500 subscribers, I didn't really care. I just spammed it all over the place every group I could find, every forum, everything. But now it feels like, I don't know. For me, it feels more difficult for some reason to share it in a lot of groups now. I think that's because your face is on it and mine isn't. So I don't have... Yeah, maybe that's true. It's just a logo and I don't have to care. But if if my face was on everything, it would probably be different. I'd probably hesitate sharing it at all if my face was on it. But you do music with other people as well collaborations and stuff if i've understood it correctly yeah every now and then it's it takes a lot of time and because i have my shit schedule i need to i feel i need to keep up yeah <laughs> uh, it's hard to take those things on and you have to at this point like do something that is mutually beneficial in collaborations because i used to do with like smaller channels and less i don't know uh, Without sounding totally derogatory, but smaller channels. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. And like, if you have the opportunity to work with a big channel, you you have to take it. So I had one just recently, and he's like, "You have a week. You have to finish this like orchestral arrangement of this song, oh, and wow. just send it over." And I had to do like six revisions, and we had to go out to shoot my part of the music video, and it's such a stressful thing. But it turned out great, and. That's, it's just a week, so that's fine. Yeah, so you we, can push yourself yeah, during that time. totally. And I get help from my fiancé, so it's fine all that. We got a babysitter, so we could go out to film. And, ah, perfect. But a week is kind of short. It's <laughs> extremely short. But I used to work with smaller like singers and stuff, and that was great because I can sing, and I really want to have that. And my voice sucks, and my English sucks, <laughs> and it's no one wants to listen to me sing. So... That was absolutely fantastic, but I can't really do that anymore because it's a lot of work having to write the melodies, having to possibly write the vo- like the vocal lines, all of that and all the the lyrics and sending back and forth. And it's a lot of work. And if you don't get anything extra out of it, it's really hard to justify doing all that extra work. Yeah, that's actually true. Though the end product is probably better, but it's hard to justify. How did you know it was music that you were supposed to go after? I've never really done anything else. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. It just is. Isn't that kind of a gut feeling? Yeah. I guess it is. I, I just liked it. I just 
put on headphones, no one has to hear what I'm doing, and just sitting here with a keyboard. I've been doing that since I was like 13, and it's awesome. Do you think your songs would have vocals if you felt like you could sing? Oh yeah, probably. Oh, like, absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Because you can do so much with the voice. There's so much you can just add, like, uh, a tiny little sprinkle of, like, chorusy thing, and you don't have to be, like, leady, in-your-face raspy voice all the time so you can do a lot with the voice so running your own business publishing your own music a lot of your own music 237 songs if i remember correctly yep. what do you do besides music i'd like to say nothing but it's not nothing uh <laughs> so uh since we we had a baby like he's what 14 15 months now so that was great and we decided that since we're having him we should probably move because we were living in a, I don't know if it's called a three-bedroom apartment. Anyway, it's it's, it's going to sound bigger than it was because it was yeah. <laughs> really terribly laid, laid out, for especially for a baby. So we got the opportunity to move out into what is essentially the middle of nowhere. And that was great because it's so much bigger and it just gives the freedom to do whatever you want. Like our yard is, it's massive and it's not because our yard is big it's because there's just a field that goes like yeah there's no one there yeah it just keeps going and it's the same the other direction so no one's gonna complain so you can just grab your kid and just run get a ball and it's fantastic <laughs> all of that has been great it's mostly just music and family time doesn't sound too bad no it's actually awesome i couldn't be happier and i think the, the thing that's worth pointing out the most is when you do have a child and you expect because i expected to go back to work because it's it costs a lot to have a child <laughs> but i didn't have to which was awesome because it sorted itself out like magic because i got some more work most valuable thing is i've seen his first steps i've seen the i was there the first time he brushed his teeth i saw his total of eight teeth come in <laughs> uh it's like all of that stuff i I mean, if I came home and someone told me that he took his first steps today, that would kill me. Yeah. But I was there and I cried and it was awesome <laughs> because I got to experience all that. So every little thing like that, it's just, it's priceless. I actually recorded a segment on my new video yesterday. And in that video, I talked exactly about that. Not, not seeing my kid because I don't have a kid, but I talked about like, going after what you want and running my own business and doing videos it's not about like leaving the nine to five it's being able to do what i want and when i want it like so i can actually actively take a, a choice and like no this week i'm staying home or this week i'm doing this or it's not about working less i'm actually working more now than i did full-time in stockholm but I do it when I want it, even if it's night times sometimes and weekends and uh, even do it during Christmas. But I get to choose. And I, in, when we have future babies, like I want to be able to be home. I want to be able to be there because I don't want, just like you said, it will be a terrible feeling saying like, oh, today he did, did this or today he did that. Like, yeah, it, it would kill me. It yeah. really would. I mean, just, just the chance to miss it would feel so bad yeah and just talking about working whenever we want it's sunday <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly it's sunday lunch right now when we're sitting here and talking but yeah just having having the family like just on the other side of the door it's it's awesome it's the best is it the office you're sitting in right now where you're recording yeah. your music hmm? that's, okay that's why there's stuff everywhere yeah i saw that it's like i can at least see like five or six instruments i think oh there's yeah. even more yeah yeah so that's my favorite guitar which just looks like trash is that yeah. the one you're using in your music videos yeah as well? mostly because it's trash and i love it but living like you do right now must be so beneficial being a mus mus musician as well like because you can be i guess quite loud when you, when you record stuff yeah you don't have to worry about neighbors and stuff no so we have neighbors we live in a big house okay so but it's not like an apartment apartment it's like a freakishly old building that's been like fixed so they can have multiple mm, apartments okay. in it so there's only two at the moment and with space for more renovations but they don't mind at all 
So I just got oh, my okay, accordion, perfect. my family accordion back the other day. So I'm really happy to have that back. So I can just do anything. I can scream. No one cares. Yeah. It's, it's pretty great. And it's also quiet, which is nice. How many instruments do you play? So I don't really play any of them all that well. I just play a bunch of them. So I'm pretty okay at piano. But as you can see, people listening can't, but it's, <laughs> it's stuff everywhere. And it's all kinds of weird stuff. I'm not that good at anything. I just try a little bit on everything. And I only you know, need... I, don't th- I don't think you have to be good at all the things either. Like if I told, I talked about in, sorry for interrupting you, but oh. I just, um, I talked about this in my, one of my old videos that my music teacher, I went to music school, both for, from high school and even university as well. And always my teacher said like, you need to learn what I think you call it scales, scholar, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I, you know, I, I couldn't, I really, really deeply hated it because it felt so structured. And I just wanted to learn the chords that, you know, sounded good to me. And even this day when I write new music, I have no idea what the chords are called. Like I know the basic ones uh, on my guitar, but the songs I'm writing and the chords I'm using for my songs, I have, to this day, I have no idea what they're called. Again, I don't think that that's the necessary part of it. I don't know all the settings on my camera. I can still make videos. So I don't think you need to be an expert on something just to get started. Yeah, you can do anything. You'll learn it. You'll see what sounds good, and that's fine. People are not going to see the, all the failures. They're just going to see the one that exactly. you're kind of happy with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's mistakes in everything. And I try to mean, like, I try to do as good as I can, but I don't really care all that much because I know that the chance of me hearing, uh, like, a slightly off note, or like, if I hear it, then it's pretty crap. I don't expect other people to hear it. Because they don't. And it's it, because it's your product. It's your yeah. composition. And people are not going to listen to it the same way that you listen to it. Because it took me like... It took me ages that people don't actually listen to music the way that I do. Or because my brother actually taught me this because he's a bass player. And he, he just went, listen to that bass line. That's an awesome bass line. And I wasn't listening to the listening to the baseline. I was listening to like the whole thing, and like it took years to like learn to separate out the instrument. And you learn to listen. Oh, the guitar's doing that. Oh, the bass is doing that. But most people don't listen to music that way. They're not analytical in that way, and that's kind of weird to me. Yeah, totally the same for me. And for me, like I always listen to music on a very high quality, like in good speakers or good headphones. I buy the very best all the time because I really value. The quality I can just really sink into in that, and then I realize when I spent you know hours and weeks on sound design on my videos, and then realizing people watching my videos through you know iPhone speakers, I want to cry, but at the same time I just had to accept that that's the case. Yeah, I think we're a bit different in that regard because my microphone is crap, and you're got an, you're got an awesome like standard SM7B. It's the the perfect for this situation, and I don't have that and it's not because I can't afford to invest in it it's just that I don't care that much I could probably get by using this and like an SM47 and it's fine but did you care more eight years ago when you posted your first song oh yeah a lot but now it sounds like garbage so what's the point because if (laughs) going forward eight years what I release now is gonna sound like garbage to me then and just going back two months now sounds like garbage I'm never, never gonna listen to that again so I like the thing I'm doing right now that thing I did last week, no. <laughs> but I think that's a prog- progression as well. Like it's so common that people look for, say, uh, since we're both Swedish, you know, the Sw- Swedish metal band In Flames. Like yeah. they is, in my opinion at least, they've changed. Like a lot of bands, of course, changed their sound a lot oh, during yeah. the years. Um, and I love that about them that they're really experimenting. I have favorite albums of them, of course. I think you, we, we can't expect people that are creating stuff to keep being the same. It's like telling a person that you're living with, like, or I actually got this question from, uh, not a friend, but a, what do you call it? An acquaintance of mine. Like, how does it feel to be like, now you've met your girlfriend, Christina, you're going to be the, together with the same person your entire life. I was like, uh, no, uh, she's probably not going to be the same at, 31 which he is now and 55 i think that's gonna be very different 
And I think the same with artists or um, songwriters or whatever, uh, or people in general. We are changing we and we can't expect people to just like in flames we can't expect them to sound the same since they did like 10 or 15 years ago we can't <laughs> that's that's actually a great point and you should probably have make like a speech out of that or something it's a great likeness actually because in flames has changed a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> it seems like we have the same kind of in not maybe the, the exact same but we i still come from a, a metal background as well um not playing it i always had a dream of playing in a metal band um, but I've never had friends not even close to that liked music like that uh, I can't even play mu- metal music at home I have to have the headphones on constantly because Christina get like anxiety as as soon as I hit play so yeah that has been a secret dream of mine but never realized yet at least I'm curious like if you publish a new song every other week how do you like both find inspiration for that and how do you get where do you get your influences from that's surprisingly hard actually uh so i get i get that asked quite a lot and usually i just say oh i read a lot of books and i go out and walk a lot for this beautiful outside and that used to be true but now i just sit inside and i go out with my son and we play in the grass and throw some rocks or something and I can still write music so it's not it hasn't really impacted anything because the lack of free time now compared to like four years ago I mean it's a lot but it's also my job now so that's to expect to be expected so I have I have office hours and all that but I can still do it I I don't really see why I couldn't it's hard to say where, where it comes from because I don't have time to read. I read children's books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't go on walks in the forest because it's mosquitoes everywhere. So we just stay outside on the grass and it still works out. So maybe it's all the, like the books I've read are just, just stacked inside my brain and it's somehow wants to get out. But I think I just enjoy doing it and it just comes naturally. And the surprising thing is this is the music I write like it just happens if i have to like write if i want to write a metal track it's really hard and if i want to write a pop punk four chord song it's surprisingly hard but isn't that when you found your yeah going back to the core of this podcast like when you find your true north like when you find something you really are passionate about a sound or an idea or whatever you can just go into and create something in that sphere sphere how do you say that sphere sphere Sphere. yeah (laughs) that's a tricky word you can just go into that bubble and just create something that is at least similar to it of course not all my videos look the same but they have the same kind of aesthetic and they have the same kind of niche at least i think that's the same for you like for you it's not even any obstacles creating a new song it's the music is almost a part of you in some sense yeah i think so i I, it's like i know what to do to make me like it and if i like it someone will probably like it and that's sort of enough and i think it's probably the same with your videos as well because you don't you don't wake up one day and think yeah this video is just gonna be it's gonna be yellow on blue and i'm gonna be a cutout (laughs) and i'm gonna mime it's not gonna happen because you you know what to do and you you know things to talk about and i mean you could probably just sit down right now and record a full video and you'd be quite happy with it and just having that in you it's it's like it's not like a superpower but it's like you know what you like so it's probably gonna work out and don't stress about it too much that's about it. Yeah, but I think it is kind of a superpower if you tap into it. Like when you can do something without thinking about what time or day it is. Like when I go into editing and probably you go into writing music, like hours just disappear. Oh, yeah. Like Christina, like, yeah, are you are you going to do dinner tonight? Yeah, yeah, I do dinner. It's no problem. And then she's like, honey, it's 11 p.m. Should we go to bed? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> we haven't made dinner or anything. Um, that's when you find like what you almost should spend your time doing because if you can do that and also make money of it that's you know in my book that's kind of the the perfect way to live yeah i read somewhere 
a long time ago and it really resonated. It's pretty much exactly what you said now. It's they just said, do you remember those days where you skipped lunch and you skipped dinner and you didn't notice that you had to eat? You just sat there and did it. And those days yeah. are the best, easily. Yeah. You get so much done and you, you're barely even like present. It's just going and going and going. And if you can do that, it's pretty great. I think they call it flow state yeah. when you're in a, like a state of flow and it just happens. It can be, I can get in a flow state when I'm out running. I oh, yeah. love running. Like, and I can just disappear into it. And then I run, okay, not every time. Like, of course, it's going to be <laughs> tough times running, but some of the times I just di- disappear into it. And then I just, oh, okay. I've just ran 15 kilometers without even thinking about it. I was just in a, a flow. I've, I've never had that at, a, at another job. And I don't think you have either. <laughs> No, no, no. I didn't have flow state when I was working at McDonald's. No, oh, I no. didn't have flow state when I worked selling shoes in Stockholm. Not even close. Then it was like, okay, I think I worked four hours. And then I look at the clock. It's been 20 minutes. Yeah. Absolute opposite. But if there are people, okay, if I know there are people listening to this and wanting to do something similar. It doesn't need to be music. It doesn't need to be making YouTube videos. But going after what they feel that are making them happy. What kind of advice would you give them? I've I've read quite a bit on this just because I mean everyone has their like their down down periods where you feel like a total fraud and nothing's working and oh god it's totally crashing everything is burning. So I just look those things up just to like get some inspiration and like feel better about myself because everyone gets in those states. Yeah, of course. So the number one step on those like Oh, you should find something you like lists is literally find something you like. And I think if you don't already know what it is you like doing, that list isn't going to help you. That's true. If the next step is do that thing, then if you don't already know what it is you want to do, then you you still have some work left to do. I think if people just sat down and thought about what they can enjoy, it can be, you know, it doesn't need to be like writing music or making videos. It can be like uh, hanging out with friends, reading books. You can basically make a profession out of anything. Oh, um, yeah. You know, when I were, when I moved to um, close to Soleftia, where we live now, I knew absolutely no one. Uh, I moved, you know, six hours away from family, friends, yeah, everyone basically. And I loved running back then. I, I still do. Um, so I just contacted the, what do you call that in English? Kommun? Um, that's a tricky word. Yeah, no idea. Kommun. Okay. Uh, official of the town. Um, that is like not running the town, but at least taking some, you know, decisions on how things are run, I guess. Um, and they had a lot of employees and I just uh, emailed them and asked like if they were interested in putting together running groups. Uh, and they were like, yeah, sure, let's do that. And I was like, okay. I went from moving <laughs> from Stockholm and actually just made money on a hobby of mine, which was running. I had done some like coaching in running before, but I've never earned any money on it. But I actually basically just faked it. You know, like I played professional in front of that official person like yeah i am a coacher of runners and uh, please pay me and i will do you a good job and they were like yeah of course go for it so i think if you're just creative enough i think you can create a business or a small income it doesn't need to be you know your main main income when you started your music eight years ago that wasn't your main income from video one exactly not even close i think it took four years before i had like earned anything because I remember, I remember the day reaching the minimum payout on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big day. If you can find that thing that makes you happy and you can come in a state of flow uh, without thinking about it, that's what you should put your, your time into. Totally. It can be really anything. I bet some people do that with like raking leaves or like anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, think about when you were a kid, like, going, at least I, going door to door, helping, like, neighbors cutting the lawn, or that was a business as well, as well. Like, handing out magazines, or... Yeah, I'm severely allergic to grass, so I just stayed indoors yeah. all summer. <laughs> okay. And you still live in, like, in the middle of nowhere? Oh, I, I didn't then, but I do now, so... Yeah, okay. There was a lot of lawns back then that needed mowing, but not this guy. 
I was a bit curious about this because when I've watched a lot of your music videos, they have a theme of nature in them, I feel like. What part does nature play in your life? Oh, it, it's pretty massive. Uh, so the, the like the biggest boon of moving over over here is just the view, just all of that. It's um, there's a mountain like right here. We, we climbed it a few months back, and it's the view is great. There's a, like a tiny waterfall, and I mean, wow, all all of that stuff is it's magic. It is kind of magic. And there's just like a forest over here that's it's one that used to be like farmed or like grown on purpose. So it's, it's all lined up, but then they yeah. left it for like two or three hundred years. So it's just these massive pine trees oh, and wow. they're all okay. in a row. Yeah. And going in there, <laughs> cool. it's, it's like pitch black and you can't see anything because, and the ground is completely dead and just have this canopy of, it's, it's awesome. It's that actually sounds magical for real. It's impossible to film in there because it's pitch black, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. How do you find the locations? for your music videos uh we like we have certain spots that we like me we being me and my fiance because she films everything um so we we have like some specific places that we like and we try to find new stuff all the time but actually going out and filming is a bit of a process when you have a child so there's been a bit less of that but eventually he can He's old enough to come with us. So that's going to be great. You just have to train him to hold the camera as well. Oh, yeah. Then it's going to be perfect. I'm just going to put a GoPro <laughs> on his head and it's just going to yeah. <laughs> just bolt. Exactly. But like you said, you don't need the, like, the perfect microphone, the perfect camera, the perfect anything, basically. I started my videos with these small... It wasn't GoPros, but it was like action cameras from Sony. Uh, the same kind of thing. Uh, and I love those. They were like they were recording in 1080p, and it was you know I could put them on my skateboard, and I could dive with them, and it was like the most amazing thing ever. I thought, felt like, uh, and then I went up to working with um, compact cameras, uh, like a, yeah, a thing you can have in your pocket basically. And I was like, I was so sure that was gonna be the end camera for me. Like this is the peak. It can't get better than this. I don't need more than this. And then I tried my. Um, a friend of mine's camera, uh, which was like a, a way better one. And then I realized like, shit, <laughs> okay, you can bring it to another level. I don't need to, but since I find it so, I get so nerdy in this uh, with the technical parts and the, um, not the settings, but what I can do with a camera like that. That's what makes me feel even more creative. Yeah, I mean, you have that magical element in your videos, in your videos as well. Just that you see that the, uh, like the wood paneling, like the the firewood and all that, and then you have because I mean, and you have that camera which can capture it like perfectly, with that just right amount of blur and like you're lit just the way it should be, and, like that's an art. It's it's insane the amount of work that goes into like perfecting a shot like that because I've tried and it's impossible. Um, so I. That's also something I think people don't really talk about a yeah, lot. I don't think that I don't think that people understand just the part of like how much time that goes into lighting a shot, <laughs> like the perfect lighting. Um, that is just planning of hours. Just I work a lot with natural light, of course, uh, but I still bounce it off reflectors, or I have like a semi. I I don't have a good photographer lamp at home. I have a like a construction lamp that is. Ex extremely bright so I have to bounce it off a window and then back to myself basically um, but getting it to look cozy I need to light the shit out of the cabin basically um, then it looks cozy on film yeah and your your eyes are bleeding in real yeah, life exactly yeah. Christina actually had a really bad headache after we had our talk at uh, we recorded the, like a cozy dinner conversation thing and I had the lamp almost not exactly at her but like a 45 degree angle like straight at her uh, and she was like it's it's quite bright I was like yeah it needs to be this way just accept it <laughs> we'll be done soon and then afterwards uh, she had to lay down for hours she was just <laughs> it was that bright yeah uh, but on video it looks great crisp and amazing yeah yeah everything for the art oh yeah even blindness yeah <laughs> exactly I've been thinking of branching out and like maybe trying to do a few videos in person 
just because you, you get a lot of questions and it's hard to answer them in text and it would be fun to like show some stuff so but just that initial st- it's just like when i was starting my youtube channel it's been a year and i like have a wall dedicated to it yeah but it's a white wall and it looks like garbage and i have a camera that i could use which would probably work fine and i'm gonna use it eventually but oh what's the background's gonna look like am i gonna ooh, all of this and it takes ages we've lived here for seven months and still nowhere near but i think that's a part of it as well like we living in a house like we do like like the cabin like it's never going to be done and oh. that's you know that's what i like about it as well people th- like <laughs> i got a lot of that questions in the beginning when i moved to the cabin how like they were like yeah but what are you going to do when the projects are done i was like done <laughs> it's never done um if i'm not renovating the roof i'm fixing a garden or if i'm not fixing the garden i'm you know recording videos of me fixing the garden um so there's always something constantly working. Yeah, eventually you're probably just going to add another cabin or something. I mean, it, it never stops. It, if it doesn't have to stop, it's probably not going to. No, but that's what I like about it as well. I like to be physically active and fixing our home and uh, pushing it to the n- next level. It's, it would be like you writing the same cover for every other video or every other song you put out. Yeah. Uh, you need to do something new and push yourself both in life and in creative work or yeah whatever you do i think yeah i have a real problem with people like telling you that like having your passion as your job somehow diminishes the passion because i see that everywhere it's like posted on reddit like on ask reddit like probably every day and people are like oh you should never oh it's trash you're just gonna ruin it it's it's terrible for you like no it's not I can't I can't possibly imagine anyone working from home doing the things they like earning like a living wage they're probably happier doing that than earning a million wearing a suit I don't I don't think it's possible maybe then it's not your passion like if you get tired of it if you make like an income out of it out of it maybe then it's like a sign that it actually isn't your passion. I felt a bit like that with running. I thought that was like my calling in life to run really far and really long. But when I started to earn money on it and coaching people, I still enjoyed it, but it still got a bit like, mm, okay, it's it's not as fun to run by myself any, anymore. Like I just went quote unquote to work and ran with people. I still enjoy that, but running on my own then wasn't enjoyable because I connected it to work. So I kind of realized back then to like, okay, maybe running isn't my calling, so to speak. But just because it isn't my calling, I'm not going to stop running, though. Yeah, and as I said earlier, people change. Who knows what I'm doing in eight years? Who knows what you're doing in eight years? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who knows what I'm doing this afternoon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what do you, if you're going to speculate about it, like, do you think you will be doing the same thing in a few years? Oh, yeah, probably. I'm quite sure about that. So I like to branch out, of course. I like to do more stuff, like side-related things. I've been full-time for four years, which feels like a lot of time, but it's mostly just been doing the things I did before. So it's only like in these... In 2021, I got the opportunity to like work on like proper games and get hired to do stuff, which is like a big step for me. Someone just goes, yeah, I think you're good. We want to hire you for this and this and you're gonna get paid actually paid like not like here's a coke bottle here's some crackers yeah. <laughs> it's like exactly oh it's a it's a job now Ooh, that's that's strange have you ever felt that like imposter syndrome oh yeah every day yeah okay you, sh- you should have seen me before this interview i was oh god it's terrible <laughs> Ooh, it's it's insane it's so weird that someone asks you, asks you to do something because it's not something you do. I don't talk. I don't do this. Like, at all. It's it's not what I do. I sit here. It's it's Everything is closed. It's no sunlight. I just sit here with my headphones and hopefully no one comes to disturb me and I can just poke away. And, like, even, like, speaking to a person or speaking to people I kind of don't really know and speaking in a let's be honest a foreign language 
yeah, yeah it's absolutely it's a big thing for me it's it's actually pretty massive but i'm really glad that, glad that, glad that i did it though because as you say people change and if i if i want to branch out and eventually like talk on camera or maybe just talk to more people like in projects or something it's something i'm gonna have to do so taking taking those steps is great so hopefully in eight years i can probably speak more fluently and i'm not as socially awkward so <laughs> that's gonna be great i don't think you're awkward at all actually but it is with like we have when i hit record on this recording we had a conversation of maybe one or two minutes before i've only seen your videos i've never heard your voice um, so i had no idea what i was going getting myself into but like sometimes you just have to take the bandage off like <laughs> rip snap it. bandage, bandage off <laughs> yeah. rip it exactly that's even better word rip the bandage it's still a bit weird for me to be able to even this podcast uh, is a part of my work like i don't earn any money on the podcast at all but i think it's a good like really good way to get my videos out there in some sense in a longer like again like we talked about in the very beginning videos and podcasts and whatever you do it's an investment for yourself and your brand in the future as well so people that want to find you people that want to listen to your music where do we send them oh just type windswept that's single v's w-i-n-d-s-w-s-v-e-p-t into google or anything and just gonna find it i'm on spotify i'm on youtube uh, soundcloud if you're that kind of person it's pretty much everywhere you're gonna find it and i will also leave the links to spotify and everything if you're unsure about the spelling so you can just people can click and listen do you think they should listen on like uh, iphone speaker or good headphones or whatever you have available i don't care yeah iphone speakers though <laughs> might get a little bit pinchy with the flutes they are quite oh pitchy. yeah that's very true yeah yeah thank you so much for coming on and just having this talk basically oh, thank you for having and me it was, this was lovely it was and say hi to your fiance and the kid as well absolutely bye-bye bye thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my true north to check out this music just click the link in the description and if you want to see my youtube videos just click the little <laughs> click the link in the blah, blah, blah. and if you want to see more of my work head over to youtube by clicking the link in the description or just search kalle flodin Thank you for listening and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye.